Hello, stargazers, and welcome back to A Higher Perspective with the Starkeeper. I'm Stephanie, also known as the Starkeeper. So today I'm doing a little bit of a different type of podcast, as I am also recording this in its video version that I will upload to YouTube. Um, I'm recording this outside just because it was such a beautiful day, and I have a day off of my regular 9 to 5. And so I figured why not take advantage of the nice weather. Um, so based on my own personal feelings and also what I've been noticing with the people around me and the greater collective at large, I want to talk about the shift, the shift, the planetary shift that we're going through, but more on a what this looks like on a day-to-day -day level versus just this big abstract thought that not only I often refer to, but others who are awakened and are aware of the shift in reality. So, um, yesterday was the new moon. It was the new moon in Aries. So it was aligned with the uh, first energy of the zodiac. And so that brings in a lot of initiation energy action energy moving forward towards something new as new moons are already new beginnings but when they fall in the sign of Aries it also falls in the beginning of the zodiac so it's a it's, it's energetically comfortable in this expression for the new and so with that being said the sun does move into Taurus um, in two days May 14th and the moon will also still be in Taurus at that time although it won't be a new moon they're quite a few degrees apart at that point but so this this is um this is a great time to talk about starting something new and building a foundation off of it so the Aries would be starting something new and Taurus would be um, building the foundation so with this shift, what does it look like in our everyday life? We know about the grand scale of things, that reality is changing and the world won't be so much the way it was with the systems and how we operate. Um, but how do you welcome it into your life? What, do you, what are the things you can do? How can you recognize it? So a couple of these little pointers I want to put to is referring to timeline jumping and the higher and lower self. So one way that this shift can manifest in your life is timeline jumping. It sounds like this big abstract thing that you need to have, um, you know, a DeLorean for, but you don't. It's actually much more simple and it's something we do every day and we're just unaware, we're just unconscious of it. And so the timeline jumping are our choice points. So every day that you make a choice, you can be timeline hopping or staying the same. So that goes right into the higher and lower self. So we all have this voices in our head. You know, we're not schizophrenic. We have voices in our head. And some voices tell us, inspirational things and want to get us moving and give us ideas and then others hold us back and speak through fear and so 
and some are stuck in habitual patterns where it's harder to break. Um, so the higher self thoughts come into our head anytime, for example, if you are on a diet or trying to change a lifestyle with through eating and you get tempted to have something you're not supposed to have. So that's like the lower self on the one shoulder and the higher self on the other. I think that's where people get the idea of like the angel and devil, but it really is. We are multidimensional. So every choice that we make weans us more into one version of ourself. And so you can follow these paths and you might not always notice consequences or rewards right away, but they will lead you to very different destinations and that's how you know your timeline hopping. So if you do the same routine every day and you stay the same, not much in your surrounding environment changes because you did not change, therefore you did not change timelines. Well, let's say you start that workout regimen that you've been planning to do. I can attest to that. I feel like I'm always ready to start something and then I just do not. Um, but every time I do that, I'm actually giving into the lower self who doesn't want change. So in your everyday life, when you feel that motivation, when you think to yourself, what would your higher self choose? And then you make that choice. So for example, today I made myself a green smoothie. To me, that's a simple thing of aligning with my higher self because when I envision and I look at my future timeline and I think of the best possible version, it's always me with a wonderful tan because I'm getting all the light codes. I have more time in my day. I'm making either fruit smoothies or, or green juices. I'm flowing. I'm creative. And so I need to take the steps in my life that mirror that until it becomes my reality. But if I keep choosing to sit on the couch, watch Netflix, do the same routine, grab a piece of chocolate. I will not move forward. I will stay in the lower self. And so I hope that that makes sense because to me, that is the very essence, the, 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 what you should most understand about when people talk about timelines and how to, how they change and how you can access others. So you can make a choice one day where you just say, I'm done with these limiting behaviors and follow through to something better and your life will change a lot faster than maybe you thought it would. Timeline hopping, we are multidimensional. It does not take that long to feel better, to feel more aligned, to follow your flow once you get into that. And so that's one of the very basic ways of accessing the higher self is to understand that we are multidimensional. Versions of us exist all at one time. Some are doing better than others, and you have the conscious choice because we are in the now. As you're in the now, you have the ability to choose the higher road or the lower road. Every day, every single choice you make, if someone comes up to you at work and delivers bad news, like you have to do more work or they ask you to um, stay later, that's up to you how you choose to respond. Um, and in doing so, how you choose to respond, if you choose consciously and you're aware of your choice, you usually make a better choice, you feel better about it. But when you allow yourself to just react and you don't think about it, um, we usually betray ourselves or we feel worse about something. So it can manifest in any type of way. It's an everyday choice. 
another thing that I've also noticed is that, including myself, those of us who still work a 9 to 5 and receive a paycheck, or are balancing both our spiritual craft and the 9 to 5, there is this shift going on. Again, it's just talking about shifting energies, right? These are all macro to microcosms of the grand shift and how it affects us in our daily life. So a lot of people are finding that the nine to five is just not fulfilling enough. It's just not enough. You know, you might have consistent money, you're able to pay your rent and, you know, you still feel blessed, but there's just something missing. It's just not sparking that that internal fire. It's just not motivating enough. The paycheck is just not enough. The environment is either becoming toxic um, or, the, or the lack of free time is just killing the soul. So I'm noticing more and more people, including myself, that are having a very hard time feeling fulfilled with the day-to-day routines that our regular mundane paycheck jobs give us. And so it's kind of hard to just leave, even if that's a feeling, even if that's a feeling that you desire, um, I call them escape plans or exit plans need to be formed. And so after working so much, what's the matter now? My cat's outside just meowing at my plants. Um, yeah, after, after working so much and not being able to be in touch with the creative side, with this rising of the feminine energy that's happening during the shift where we're shifting from the patriarchal type of work environment to a more creative flow, which would be a feminine work environment, we might not know what path we want to go down. So to those who are feeling this inner itch, this inner fire brewing, don't really know what to do with it or what direction to take. I tell you to do this. It's an exercise that I've done with myself in order to figure out what it was that I wanted to be doing that meant more to me. And I call it shifting from the human doing back into the human being. I call it the human doing because we often feel like we have to be so um, productive and, you know, make money and and everything you do has to be worth something and it has to be usable in this world that we've created and we often forget that our gifts exist subtly within us when we are just being and so i tell those who are on the search for the creative self or the inner self to just write down a list of qualities that you have that aren't necessarily like job qualifications you know where we have to think of all these things oh customer service and uh i'm really task efficient and you know what if you are that good then you write you know friendly and and motivated by people or um good at multitasking um good at juggling you know those still are qualities but what i'm saying is you can reach beyond that these qualities don't have to be obvious money makers to you They can be qualities that you are just naturally gifted in. Do people naturally come to you for advice? Are you that friend? Write that down. Natural counselor. Um, 
Do you have an eye for design, an eye for beauty, an eye for aesthetics? Write that down. And you just start writing down these qualities about yourself. Maybe you're, you motivate those around you. You're motivational. Um, maybe you're really connected to earth and, you know, super sensual. You can write all those things. It doesn't matter if it sounds like it's job appropriate or not. Once you have a list going that you can look at, that you can see reflected back to you, they might paint a picture of something that you can do or something that you can create or something that you can get involved in that in your mind wasn't necessarily profitable in the beginning, but now can be because you're looking at yourself and all your gifts. That's another reason why I do love astrology. Um, part of my awakening was realizing through astrology um, who I am and what I'm here to do. And so I always recommend getting an astrological reading if you really have no clue as to what your gifts are. Um, it's a conversation, you know, it's it's to get you familiar with your own energetic imprint and the gifts of the celestial sea is granted upon you. And they can really express themselves in any sort of way. Like when I do readings, I don't tell people exactly what their career should be, but I give you um, an understanding of your energetic signature and you can apply that to your life, to the type of jobs or to the business that you want to start. So again, on that same topic, I'm noticing people would rather be working for themselves. So the shift from working at a job, getting a paycheck and making that business more successful or realizing how much energy we're putting into this business that can be switched gears and put into your own life, into your own business, because we are our own business. You know, even if you aren't a business at the moment, you have to realize that whatever you're doing, the quality of work, the quality of product, whatever it is you're doing are only as good as you feel at the time. And so, yes, you are your own business. And once you realize that, you realize that we have endless potential. I mean, the internet exists now in this day and age in such a way that the beauty of working outside. <laughs> um, the, the beauty of the internet is we are our own marketers. We can show ourselves. We can let our light shine. And we don't need these resumes and these certain ways of portraying ourselves on paper. Let our auras, let our energy, let our body of work be seen, you know? And so there really is this energetic shift going from the nine to five, the routine, the every day is the same, the energetically draining. If you're in a cubicle, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's one of the worst ways to be where, you know, we're not designed to do this. It's worked for some time, but it's expired. And so as it's shifting and we don't see all these businesses, you know, quite collapsing, we just know that. I mean, if there's work strikes right now, people don't want to go back to work. And on one hand, that's because unemployment will pay you more than your job will. And that's all a different problem in itself because it's creating people who are unmotivated and then also talking about how there's no livable wages. So that's a two-parter in one. But there's, there's evidence of the shift everywhere right now. And so I mentioned this briefly before, but I want to get back into it further. Um, talking about the masculine patriarchy workforce that is that has existed before um before women entered the work field and is still the model of today um i noticed that more women have a harder time and i'm not saying like this is because we're weaker or anything like that this is just energetic observations and, and including myself i've noticed that women have a harder time doing the nine to five doing the um 
earn the paycheck in the routine. The every day is the same type of job. And the reason I believe is because back when, you know, jobs were initially created in this way, it was designed for men by men. And men tend to follow the circadian rhythm of the sun, where they wake up every day with the same amount of energy, every day able to do the same. Whereas women, we tend to flow. We have our moon cycles, we have different phases. Um, I can have this number wrong, but I believe that there's a measurable hormonal difference in women week to week that's anywhere from, again, I could have this number wrong, but I believe it was like 15 to 25% difference in hormonal levels. Now that affects the way you work every day. And so if you're expected to come in and do the same job and give the same energy every day, it's a lot harder. It's not impossible. And maybe not every woman feels this way, but I'm just talking about a larger, broad idea here. And so I believe that Again, a part of the shift is realizing that as women, we went into the patriarchy workforce and then got upset that it wasn't designed for us. So back when women had to go to work because men were off to war and we took on these jobs and then the women's rights came around, we never adjusted the workforce to fit us in our unique energetics. Instead, we just got mad at masculine men for dominating their arenas and told them that it's unjust and it's unfair. And to a degree, it can be, but I believe that what's happening now is realizing that there can be a feminine business model. What would that look like? It can take so many different shapes, but basically it would be allowed to flow. The consistency would be there, but it's not expected to be exactly the same all the time. I believe, as women, in the jobs and in, in the type of business we should get into is more on the creative aspect. Not that men cannot be creative or that all women are. Again, this is a generalization based on energetic signatures. I do believe, though, that the feminine business model will be much more of a flow state. It would be a lot less rigid. It would be something that is allowed to take different shapes. I believe that us women are much more into the healing and therapy and community and working with nature in different ways than men would, but, and I believe those business models, both men and women can gravitate towards without destroying one or the other. Both are necessary, both can work together. And it's just an idea to put out there is that if you don't fit the masculine working model, and it's making you sick. And for a lot of women, when they put a long time, a lot of years into this professional careers, they end up manifesting um, some very severe sicknesses, ovarian cancers, um, um, what's that other one? Endometriosis, a lot of things manifest. And, you know, we're, we're spiritual beings first before we're physical. And so these ailments come into our physical, um, our spiritual field first, then our mental and emotional fields, and then it manifests as physical. So this way you can't ignore it anymore. And so I think it's time now that everyone do a little realigning within. Find your higher self voice. Try to follow its path as often as you can. If it suggests you make a green juice and you have some time, go for it. They taste great. 
if it suggests you do some stretching in the morning or it's craving waking up a little earlier, try to do so. Try to follow those new timelines. That's how you jump. It's how you ascend. And then also get to know yourself. Write down the human being qualities that you have. Don't think about the human doing. Don't think about what's going to get job qualifications. Don't worry about that. These qualifications that you write down could be abstract, they can be subtle, but they will paint a picture. Again, I always say, get an astrological reading. Uh, you can go to my website, starkeeperastrology.com and book there or any other astrologer that you resonate with. There's so many of us to go around. And then also think about your creative abilities. And if you didn't have to follow the same routine every day, what would your business model look like? So those are just some small talking points about having the shift come into real life, bite-sized, applicable pieces, things to think about. And I just hope that this resonates and I would like to elaborate further, but if anyone has any questions about this topic, please feel free to hit me up on my Instagram account at Starkeeper Astrology on Instagram. And so that's all I have for today. Try to get outside, get some light codes, and then stargaze all night. Have a wonderful day.